Paper 45, The Local System Administration. The administrative center of Satania consists of a cluster of architectural spheres, 57 in number. Jerusalem itself, the seven major satellites, and the 49 sub-satellites. Jerusalem, the system capital, is almost 100 times the size of Urantia, although its gravity is a trifle less. Jerusalem's major satellites are the seven transition worlds, each of which is about 10 times as large as Urantia, while the seven sub-satellites of these transition spheres are just about the size of Urantia. The seven mansion worlds are the seven sub-satellites of transition world number one. This entire system of 57 architectural worlds is independently lighted, heated, watered, and energized by the coordination of the Satania Power Center and the Master Physical Controllers in accordance with the established technique of the physical organization and arrangement of these specially created spheres. They are also physically cared for and otherwise maintained by the native Spornagia. Section 1. Transitional Culture Worlds the seven major worlds swinging around Jerusalem are generally known as the transitional culture spheres. Their rulers are designated from time to time by the Jerusalem Supreme Executive Council. These spheres are numbered and named as follows. Number one, the Finaliter world. This is the headquarters of the Finaliter core of the local system and is surrounded by the receiving worlds, the seven mansion worlds, dedicated so fully to the scheme of mortal ascension. The Finaliter world is accessible to the inhabitants of all seven mansion worlds. Transport seraphim carry ascending personalities back and forth on these pilgrimages, which are designed to cultivate their faith in the ultimate destiny of transition mortals. Although the finaliters and their structures are not ordinarily perceptible to Morantia vision, you will be more than thrilled from time to time when the energy transformers and the Morantia power supervisors enable you momentarily to glimpse these high spirit personalities who have actually completed the paradise ascension and who have returned to the very worlds where you are beginning this long journey as the pledge of assurance that you may and can complete the stupendous undertaking. All Mansion World sojourners go to the Finaliter Sphere at least once a year for these assemblies of Finaliter visualization. Number two, the Morancha World. This planet is the headquarters of the supervisors of Morancha life and is surrounded by the seven spheres on which the Morancha chiefs train their associates and helpers, both Morancha beings and ascending mortals. In passing through the seven mansion worlds, you will also progress through these cultural and social spheres of increasing Morancha contact. 
When you advance from the first to the second mansion world, you will become eligible for a visitor's permit to transitional headquarters number two, the Marancha world, and so on. And when present on any one of these six cultural spheres, you may, on invitation, become a visitor and observer on any of the seven surrounding worlds of associated group activities. Number three, the angelic world. This is the headquarters of all the seraphic hosts engaged in system activities and is surrounded by the seven worlds of angelic training and instruction. These are the seraphic social spheres. Number four, the super angel world. This sphere is the Satania home of the brilliant evening stars and a vast concourse of coordinate and near coordinate beings. The seven satellites of this world are assigned to the seven major groups of these unnamed celestial beings. Number five, the world of the divine beings. This planet is the headquarters of the divine beings of all orders, including the creature trinitized spirits. The surrounding seven worlds are devoted to certain individual groupings of these divinely related beings. Number six, the world of the infinite mind. This sphere serves as the system rendezvous of the high personalities of the infinite mind. Its seven surrounding satellites are assigned to individual groups of these diverse orders. But on transition world number six, there is no representation of the infinite mind. Neither is such a presence to be observed on the system capitals. The Divine Minister of Salvington is everywhere in Nebadon. Number seven, the world of the universal source. This is the silent sphere of the system. No group of beings is domiciled on it. The great temple of light occupies a central place, but no one can be discerned within. All beings of all the system worlds are welcomed as worshippers. The seven satellites surrounding the universal source's world are variously utilized in the different systems. In Satania, they are now used as the detention spheres for the interned groups of the Lucifer Rebellion. The constellation capital, Edentia, has no analogous prison worlds. The few seraphim and cherubim who went over to the rebels in the Satania Rebellion have been long since confined on these isolation worlds of Jerusalem. As a sojourner on the seventh mansion world, you have access to the seventh transition world, the sphere of the universal source and are also permitted to visit the Satania prison worlds surrounding this planet, on which are now confined Lucifer and the majority of those personalities who followed Lucifer in rebellion against Michael. And this sad spectacle has been observable during these recent ages and will continue to serve as a solemn warning to all Nebadon until the Ancients of Days shall adjudicate the sin of Lucifer and the fallen associates who rejected the salvation proffered by Michael, 
their universe parent. Section 2. The System Sovereign The chief executive of a local system of inhabited worlds is a primary Lanonandek, the system sovereign. In our local universe, these sovereigns are entrusted with large executive responsibilities, unusual personal prerogatives. Not all universes, even in Norbantan, are organized so as to permit the system sovereigns to exercise such unusually wide powers of personal discretion in the direction of system affairs. But in all the history of Nebadan, these untrammeled executives have exhibited disloyalty only three times. The Lucifer Rebellion in the system of Satania was the last and the most widespread of all. In Satania, even after this disastrous upheaval, absolutely no changes have been made in the technique of system administration. The present system sovereign possesses all the power and exercises all the authority that were invested in Lucifer, except for certain matters now under the supervision of the constellation rulers, which the Ancients of Days have not yet fully restored to Lanaforge, the successor of Lucifer. The present head of Satania is a gracious and brilliant ruler, and is a rebellion-tested sovereign. When serving as an assistant system sovereign, Lanaforge was faithful to Michael in an earlier upheaval in the universe of Nebadan. This mighty and brilliant sovereign of Satania is a tried and tested administrator. At the time of the second system rebellion in Nebadan, when the system sovereign stumbled and fell into darkness, Lanaforge, the first assistant to the erring chief, seized the reins of government and so conducted the affairs of the system that comparatively few personalities were lost, either on the headquarters worlds or on the inhabited planets of that unfortunate system. Lanaforge bears the distinction of being the only primary Lananandek in all Nebadan who thus functioned loyally in the service of Michael and in the very presence of the default of Lucifer, who was of superior authority and antecedent rank. Lanaforge will probably not be removed from Jerusalem until all the results of the former folly have been overcome and the products of rebellion removed from Satania. Lanaforge, who still does not have jurisdiction over all the affairs of the isolated worlds of Satania, discloses great interest in their affairs and is a frequent visitor on Urantia. As in other and normal systems, the sovereign presides over the system council of world rulers, the planetary administrators, and the resident governors general of the isolated worlds. This planetary council assembles from time to time on the headquarters of the system. Once a week, every ten days on Jerusalem, the sovereign holds a conclave with one group of the various orders of personalities domiciled on the headquarters world. These are the charmingly informal hours of Jerusalem, and they are never to be forgotten occasions. On Jerusalem, 
there exists the utmost familial association between all the various orders of beings and between each of these groups and the system sovereign these unique assemblages occur on the sea of glass the great gathering field of the system capital they are purely social and spiritual occasions. Nothing pertaining to the planetary administration or even to the ascendant plan is ever discussed. Ascending mortals come together at these times merely to enjoy themselves and to meet their associated Jerusalemites. Those groups which are not being entertained by the sovereign at these weekly relaxations meet at their own headquarters. Section 3 the system government. The chief executive of a local system, the system sovereign, is always supported by two or three Lananandex, who function as first and second assistants. But at the present time, the system of Satania is administered by a staff of seven Lananandex. One, the system sovereign, Laniforge, number 2709 of the primary order and successor of the apostate Lucifer. 2. The first assistant sovereign. Mansurosia. Number 17,841 of the tertiary Lenonandex was dispatched to Satania along with Laniforge. 3. The second assistant sovereign. Sadib. Number 271,402 of the tertiary order. Sadib also came to Satania with Laniforge. 4. The custodian of the system. Holdant, number 19 of the tertiary corps, the holder and controller of all interned spirits above the order of mortal existence. Holdant likewise came to Satania with Laniforge. 5. The system recorder. Viltan, Secretary of the Lananandek Ministry of Satania, number 374 of the Third Order. Viltan was a member of the original Lanaforge group. 6. The Bestowal Director. Fortant, number 319,847 of the Reserves of the Secondary Lananandeks and Temporary Director of All Universe Activities Transplanted to Jerusalem Since Michael's Bestowal on Urantia. Fortant has been attached to the staff of Lanaforge for 1900 years of Urantia time. 7. The High Counselor. Hanavard. Number 67 of the primary Lenonindex, and a member of the High Corps of Universe Counselors and Coordinators. Hanavard functions as acting chairman of the Executive Council of Satania. Hanavard is the twelfth of this order to serve on Jerusalem since the Lucifer Rebellion. This executive group of seven Lenonindex constitutes the expanded emergency administration made necessary by the exigencies of the Lucifer Rebellion. There are only minor courts on Jerusalem, since the system is the unit of administration, not adjudication. But 
the Nonandek administration is supported by the Jerusalem Executive Council, the supreme advisory body of Satania. This council consists of 12 members. 1. Hanavard, the Lenanendek chairman. 2. Laniforge, the system sovereign. 3. Bansurosia, the first assistant sovereign. 4. The chief of Satania Melchizedeks. 5. The acting director of the Satania life carriers. 6. The chief of the Satania finaliters. 7. The original biologic uplifter of Satania, the supervising head of that order. 8. The director of the Satania seraphic hosts. 9. The chief of the Satania physical controllers. 10. The director of the system Marancha power supervisors. 11. The acting director of system midway creatures. And 12. The acting head of the core of ascending mortals. This council periodically chooses three members to represent the local system on the Supreme Council at Universe Headquarters, but this representation is suspended by rebellion. Satania now has an observer at the headquarters of the local universe, but since the bestowal of Michael, the system has resumed the election of ten members of the Edentia Legislature. Section 4. The Four and Twenty Counselors At the center of the seven angelic residential circles on Jerusalem is located the headquarters of the Urantia Advisory Council, the Four and Twenty Counselors. These Four and Twenty Counselors are Michael's personal agents on Jerusalem, and they have authority to represent the Master Creator in all matters concerning the roll calls of Satania and in many other phases of the scheme of mortal ascension on the isolated worlds of the system. They are the designated agents for executing the special requests of Gabriel and the unusual mandates of Michael. These 24 counselors have been recruited from the eight Urantia races, and the last of this group were assembled at the time of the resurrection roll call of Michael, 1900 years ago. This Urantia Advisory Council is made up of the following members. 1. Onagar, the mastermind of the pre-planetary administrator age, who directed the worship of, quote, the breath giver, end quote. 2. Mansant, the great teacher of the post-planetary administrator age on Urantia, who pointed to the veneration of, quote, the great light, end quote. 3. Anamanalantan, the far-distant leader of the red race, and the one who directed this race from the worship of many deities to the veneration of, quote, the great spirit, end quote. 4. Orlandoff, a prince of the blue race and their leader in the recognition of the divinity of, quote, the supreme chief, end quote. 5. Porshunta, the oracle of the extinct orange race and the leader of this people in the worship of, quote, the great teacher, end quote. 6. 
Sing Langton, the first of the yellow race to teach and lead these peoples in the worship of, quote, one truth, end quote, instead of many. Thousands of years ago, the yellow race knew of the one creator. Seven, Fantod, the deliverer of the green race from darkness and their leader in the worship of, quote, the one source of life, end quote. Eight, Orvanan, the enlightener of the indigo races and their leader in the one-time service of the deity of deities. Nine, Adam, the discredited but rehabilitated male biologic uplifter of Urantia, who was relegated to the likeness of mortal flesh, but who survived and was subsequently elevated to this position by the decree of Michael. 10. Eve, the female biologic uplifter of Urantia and parent of the violet race, who suffered the penalty of default with her mate and was also rehabilitated with him and assigned to serve with this group of mortal survivors. 11. Enoch, the first of the mortals of Urantia to fuse with the thought adjuster during the mortal life in the flesh. 12. Moses, the emancipator of a remnant of the submerged violet race and the instigator of the revival of the worship of the universal source under the name of, quote, the God of Israel, end quote. 13. Elijah, a translated soul of brilliant spiritual achievement during the post-biologic uplifter age. 14. Machiventa Melchizedek, the only member of this order to be bestowed upon the Urantia races, has become, quote, forever a minister of the Most Highs, end quote, eternally assuming the assignment of service as a mortal ascender, having sojourned on Urantia in the likeness of mortal flesh at Salem in the days of Abraham. This Melchizedek has since been proclaimed vicegerent planetary administrator of Urantia with headquarters on Jerusalem and authority to act on behalf of Michael, who is actually the planetary administrator of Urantia. Notwithstanding this, Urantia is still supervised by successive resident governors general, members of the four and twenty councillors. 15. John the Baptist, the forerunner of Michael's mission on Urantia and, in the flesh, Jesus' distant cousin. 16. 1, 2, 3, the first. The leader of the loyal midway creatures in the service of Gabriel at the time of the Caligastia betrayal, elevated to this position by Michael soon after having achieved unconditioned sovereignty. These selected personalities are exempt from the ascension regime for the time being on Gabriel's request, and we have no idea how long they may serve in this capacity. Seats number 17, 18, 19, and 20 are not permanently occupied. They are temporarily filled by the unanimous consent of the 16 permanent members, being kept open for later assignment to ascending mortals from the present post-bestowal age on Urantia. 
numbers 21, 22, 23, and 24, are likewise temporarily filled while being held in reserve for the great teachers of other and subsequent ages, which undoubtedly will follow the present age. Eras of the magisterials and trinity teachers and the ages of light and life are to be anticipated on Urantia, regardless of unexpected visitations of divine beings which may or may not occur. Section 5. The Material Biologic Uplifters The great divisions of celestial life have their headquarters and immense preserves on Jerusalem, including the various orders of divine beings, high spirits, super-angels, angels, and midway creatures. The central abode of this wonderful sector is the chief temple of the material biologic uplifters. The domain of the material biologic uplifters is the center of attraction to all new arrivals on Jerusalem. It is an enormous area consisting of 1,000 centers, although each family of uplifters lives on an estate of its own up to the time of the departure of its members for service on the evolutionary worlds of space or until their embarkation upon the paradise ascension career. These biologic uplifters are the highest type of sex-reproducing beings to be found on the training spheres of the evolving universes. And they are really material. Even the planetary biologic uplifters are plainly visible to the mortal races of the inhabited worlds. These biologic uplifters are the last and physical link in the chain of personalities extending from divinity and perfection above down to humanity and material existence below. These beings provide the inhabited worlds with a mutually contactable intermediary between the invisible planetary administrator and the material creatures of the realms. At the last millennial registration on Salvington, there were of record in Nebadon 161,432,840 material biologic uplifters of citizenship status on the local system capitals. The number of biologic uplifters varies in the different systems, and their number is being constantly increased by natural reproduction. In the exercise of their reproductive functions, they are not guided wholly by the personal desires of the contacting personalities, but also by the higher governing bodies and advisory councils. These material biologic uplifters are the permanent inhabitants of Jerusalem and its associated worlds. They occupy vast estates on Jerusalem and participate liberally in the local management of the capital sphere, administering practically all routine affairs with the assistance of the midwayers and the ascenders. On Jerusalem, these reproducing beings are permitted to experiment with the ideals of self-government after the manner of the Melchizedeks, and they are achieving a very high type of society. The higher orders reserve the veto functions of the realm, but in nearly every respect the Jerusalem uplifters govern themselves by universal suffrage and representative government, 
At some point, they hope to be granted virtually complete autonomy. The character of the service of the material biologic uplifters is largely determined by their ages. While they are not eligible for admission to the Melchizedek University of Salvington, being material and ordinarily limited to certain planets, nevertheless, the Melchizedeks maintain strong faculties of teachers on the headquarters of each system for the instruction of the younger generations of material uplifters. The educational and spiritual training systems provided for the development of the younger biologic uplifters are the acme of perfection in scope, technique, and practicability. Section 6. Edenic Training of Ascenders The material biologic uplifters, together with their children, present an engaging spectacle which never fails to arouse the curiosity and intrigue the attention of all ascending mortals. They are so similar to your own material sex races that you both find much of common interest to engage your thoughts and occupy your seasons of familial contact. Mortal survivors spend much of their leisure on the system capital observing and studying the life, habits, and conduct of these superior semi-physical sex creatures, for these citizens of Jerusalem are the immediate sponsors and mentors of the mortal survivors from the time they attain citizenship on the headquarters world until they take leave for Edentia. On the seven mansion worlds, ascending mortals are afforded ample opportunities for compensating any and all experiential deprivations suffered on their worlds of origin. Whether due to inheritance, environment, or unfortunate premature termination of the career in the flesh. This is in every sense true, except in the mortal sex life and its attendant adjustments. Thousands of mortals reach the mansion worlds without having benefited particularly from the disciplines derived from fairly average sex relations on their native spheres. The mansion world experience can provide little opportunity for compensating these very personal deprivations. Sex experience in a physical sense is passed for these ascenders. But in close association with the material biologic uplifters, both individually and as members of their families, these sex-deficient mortals are enabled to compensate the social, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual aspects of their deficiency. Thus, all those humans whom circumstances or bad judgment deprived of the benefits of advantageous sex association on the evolutionary worlds are here on the system capitals afforded full opportunity to acquire these essential mortal experiences in close and loving association with the supernal Edenic sex creatures of permanent residence on the system capitals. 
No surviving mortal, midwayer, or seraphim may ascend to paradise, attain the source, and be mustered into the core of the finality without having passed through that sublime experience of achieving parental relationship to an evolving child of the worlds or some other experience analogous and equivalent thereto. The relationship of child and parent is fundamental to the essential concept of the universal source and the source's universe children. Therefore does such an experience become indispensable to the experiential training of all ascenders. The ascending midway creatures and the evolutionary seraphim must pass through this parenthood experience in association with the material biologic uplifters of the system headquarters. Thus do such non-reproducing ascenders obtain the experience of parenthood by assisting the Jerusalem uplifters in rearing and training their progeny. All mortal survivors who have not experienced parenthood on the evolutionary worlds must also obtain this necessary training while sojourning in the homes of the Jerusalem biologic uplifters and as parental associates of these superb parents. This is true except insofar as such mortals have been able to compensate their deficiencies on the system nursery located on the first transitional culture world of Jerusalem. This probation nursery of Satania is maintained by certain Morantia personalities on the Finaliter's world, one half of the planet being devoted to this work of child-rearing. Here are received and reassembled certain children of surviving mortals, such as those offspring who perished on the evolutionary worlds before acquiring spiritual status as individuals. The ascension of either of its natural parents ensures that such a mortal child of the realms will be accorded repersonalization on the system finaliter planet and there be permitted to demonstrate by subsequent free will choice whether or not it elects to follow the parental path of mortal ascension. Children here appear as on the nativity world, except for the absence of sex differentiation. There is no reproduction of mortal kind after the life experience on the inhabited worlds. Mansion world students who have one or more children in the probationary nursery on the finaliter's world and who are deficient in essential parental experience may apply for a Melchizedek permit which will allow their temporary transfer from ascension duties on the mansion worlds to the finaliter world, where they are granted opportunity to function as associate parents to their own and other children. This service of parental ministry may be later accredited on Jerusalem as the fulfillment of one half of the training which such ascenders are required to undergo in the families of the material biologic uplifters. The probation nursery itself is supervised by 1,000 couples of material biologic uplifters, volunteers from the Jerusalem colony of their order. 
They are immediately assisted by about an equal number of volunteer Midsonite parental groups who stop off here to render this service on their way from the Midsonite world of Satania to the unrevealed destiny on their special worlds of reservation among the finaliter spheres of Salvington. Section 7. The Melchizedek Schools the Melchizedeks are the directors of that large core of instructors, partially spiritualized will creatures and others, who function so acceptably on Jerusalem and its associated worlds, but especially on the seven mansion worlds. These are the detention planets, where those mortals who fail to achieve fusion with their indwelling adjusters during the life in the flesh are rehabilitated in transient form to receive further help and to enjoy extended opportunity for continuing their strivings for spiritual attainment, those very efforts which were prematurely interrupted by death, or if, for any other reason of hereditary handicap, unfavorable environment, or conspiracy of circumstances, this sole attainment was not completed, no matter what the reason. All who are true of purpose and worthy in spirit find themselves, as themselves, present on the continuing planets, where they must learn to master the essentials of the eternal career, to possess themselves of traits which they could not or did not acquire during the lifetime in the flesh. The brilliant evening stars parentheses, and their unnamed coordinates, and parentheses, frequently serve as teachers in the various educational enterprises of the universe, including those sponsored by the Melchizedeks. The Trinity teachers also collaborate, and they impart the touches of paradise perfection to these progressive training schools. But all these activities are not exclusively devoted to the advancement of ascending mortals, Many are equally occupied with the progressive training of the native spirit personalities of Nebadon. The Melchizedeks conduct upward of 30 different educational centers on Jerusalem. These training schools begin with the College of Self-Evaluation and end with the Schools of Jerusalem Citizenship, in which the planetary biologic uplifters join with the Melchizedeks and others in their supreme effort to qualify the mortal survivors for the assumption of the high responsibilities of representative government, the entire universe is organized and administered on the representative plan. Representative government is the divine ideal of self-government among non-perfect beings. Every 100 years of universe time, each system selects its 10 representatives to sit in the constellation legislature. They are chosen by the Jerusalem Council of 1000, an elective body charged with the duty of representing the system groups in all such delegated or appointive matters. All representatives or other delegates are selected by the Council of 1,000 Electors, and they must be graduates of the highest school of the Melchizedek College of Administration, as also are all of those who constitute this group of 1,000 Electors. 
This school is fostered by the Melchizedeks and assisted by the Phanalators. There are many elective bodies on Jerusalem, and they are voted into authority from time to time by three orders of citizenship. The material biologic uplifters, the seraphim and their associates, including midway creatures, and the ascending mortals. To receive nomination for representative honor, a candidate must have gained requisite recognition from the Melchizedek schools of administration. Suffrage is universal on Jerusalem among these three groups of citizenship, but the vote is differentially cast in accordance with the recognized and duly registered personal possession of Mota, Marancha Wisdom. The vote cast at a Jerusalem election by any one personality has a value ranging from 1 up to 1,000. Jerusalem citizens are thus classified in accordance with their moda achievement. From time to time, Jerusalem citizens present themselves to the Melchizedek examiners, who certify to their attainment of Marancha wisdom. Then they go before the examining core of the brilliant evening stars, or their designates, who ascertain the degree of spirit insight. Next, they appear in the presence of the four-and-twenty counselors and their associates, who pass upon their status of experiential attainment of socialization. These three factors are then carried to the citizenship registrars of representative government, who quickly compute the moda status and accordingly assign suffrage qualifications. Under the supervision of the Melchizedeks, the ascending mortals, especially those who are tardy in their personality unification on the new Morancha levels, are taken by the material biologic uplifters and are given intensive training designed to rectify such deficiencies. No ascending mortal leaves the system headquarters for the more extensive and varied socialization career of the constellation until these material biologic uplifters certify to the achievement of moda personality an individuality combining the completed mortal existence in experiential association with the budding Marancha career, both being duly blended by the spiritual over-control of the thought adjuster. This paper had been originally presented by a Melchizedek of temporary assignment on Urantia.